This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 973. Three recent questions about IELTS Task 2 Opinions. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Today, we answer three questions from Three Keys IELTS students about how and when to include your opinion on task two. Take notes so that these answers can get you that seven or higher on IELTS writing that you need. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Aubrey, what's going on? I believe before we started recording, I heard some knocking at your door. Yes, my little six-year-old son was knocking. I went out to help him and he was like, I don't like what Addie made me for lunch. Oh, (laughs) and it actually looks delicious. She's in a culinary arts class at school and has been learning all kinds of fun skills. And as an extra credit assignment, she can cook something at home they made at school. And she made sort of like homemade chicken nuggets with real chicken baked in the oven. It smells fantastic, but he is a very picky eater and he was not impressed. (laughs) That's so funny. He's like, these are not chicken nuggets. (laughs) Oh my God. Isn't that so funny? It's like... um. It's like if kids grow up eating uh, like the processed cheese that comes in like pre-sliced oh, uh, like American singles plastic wrapped. Yeah, plastic. they'll think that like that is the definition of cheese in their mind. But uh, like that's not cheese. Like that's not real no, cheese. That is not um, cheese. <laughs> Guys, I know a lot of hamburgers have that cheese on it. I can't. I'm like, don't put that on my hamburger. You that's know, so gross. They call it American cheese, and I'm that's embarrassing. I like I like all cheese. I don't care what form it comes in. I will eat all of the cheese. Um, nice. <laughs> so let's see. How can we segue from that situation into today's topic? Well, guys, it's the importance of having the real information, right? So yes. your son needs to know that that's real chicken. And that counts as real chicken nuggets. And people that grow up with processed cheese need to know that that's different than real cheese. Guys, you need to know who to trust when it comes to IELTS. That's such a good segue. I'm impressed. (laughs) Well done. We will give you the real IELTS cheese, not the fake processed IELTS cheese. Okay. Kind of a weird segue, but that's going to work, guys. Um, So we have three awesome questions from real IELTS students, just like you listeners, all about task two, where to put opinions, how to write about these opinions. So guys, we're going to answer these questions today and tell you the 
exact 100% true facts, guys, because it is all based on the scoring system, all right? Not our personal opinions, not our preferences for what we like to read in an essay. That's not what you're scored on, guys. You're scored on the same thing, no matter who is looking at it on the exam. So, all right, yes, let's get exactly. It. And this every episode, you guys who've listened for a while, you know, we, we're not going to teach you anything that isn't directly related to the scoring system because you have no time to waste. We will never teach you something just like, oh, maybe you should do this. No, everything we <laughs> teach you improves your score. So if you haven't subscribed yet, guys, make sure you subscribe to the IELTS Energy Podcast because every single episode is full of good content that will improve your scores. Yes, exactly, guys. I was an examiner for 14 years. I've been teaching IELTS for even longer than that. Aubrey has all of my knowledge. She is three keys certified. And guys, she's been doing this a while at this point yeah. as well. And right? I've been so, teaching ESL for 20 years. That's a long time. Yeah. You guys probably didn't think I was that old, but I am. <laughs> as long as we don't look that old. That's what right. matters. That's what matters. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's get into this first question from a student named Esther in Spain. Um, she is a podcast listener and fan. Thank you, Esther. Shout out to you. And she has a question regarding what a teacher told her recently. She said, my IELTS teacher said that we cannot use the pronoun I for writing task two at all. Is that true? He says that we should instead use structures such as it is my belief or it is my regard. Wait, we wouldn't even say that. It is my it's regard. It's not even grammatically accurate, I feel like. It is my regard. Dude, no. nobody says that. Okay, so <laughs> just vocabulary-wise, that phrase is weird. That Regard isn't the same as opinion. Right. You can't use that as a parallel. No. Don't ever use that. <laughs> oh my gosh, is this teacher a native speaker? I'm starting to wonder now. Anyway, um, so yeah, okay, What what do you say about that first thing? Like, when should we use I in task two? Should we use I? Yeah, definitely. This is a really good question. We have students often let us know that teachers tell them don't use the pronoun I. And this is inaccurate, you guys. That is correct for some academic writing, but it's not accurate for IELTS writing. You should not hesitate to use the pronoun I. In fact, a lot of topics specifically ask you to share personal examples from yeah. your life, and you're going to have to use the pronoun I. So this is just not accurate. Okay, so that's a really good point, guys. It's in the task instructions themselves, right? They tell you to support your ideas with personal experience, right? And they explicitly ask you for your opinion. So there's that. Like, you have to do that. And let's bring it back to what you're scored on. What does it say in the rubric that every IELTS examiner uses for every single essay. In order to get a seven or higher for task, you must show your personal position throughout your essay, okay? So you can accomplish that in both ways. It doesn't matter. You can say, I believe, or it is my belief. That doesn't matter. Like that, the meaning is the same. It accomplishes exactly the same thing. So maybe this teacher is thinking it's a vocabulary thing, not just a academic writing rules thing. But guys, like 
what's the difference in changing a pronoun between I and me and my like that? There's no difference. Right. It's not higher level. It's not more complex grammar. It doesn't help you. No, it's the same, guys. So at the end of the day, no, that has absolutely nothing to do with your score. Whether you say I believe or it is my belief. It doesn't matter, guys. It's such a small difference. It doesn't impact your score anyway. You know, And it could actually lower your score because if you're spending time worried about that, changing sentences and trying to make sure you don't use I, you're wasting time that needs to be spent elsewhere when you're writing your essays. It's funny that you said I was just going to make that exact point, Aubrey. Like, just I took the words right out of your mouth. You did. (laughs) Great minds think alike, as they say. Um, Yeah, guys, like... It's it's complicated enough, right? I mean, IELTS yes. is unique. You know this, right? We give you the insider strategies on this podcast. You know that IELTS is different than college essays, than TOEFL, okay? That's enough to remember without adding adding stuff that doesn't help you. Like, you don't need any more to think about, right? Okay, so um, you had a, a kind of similar question recently in a personal coach class, I, I believe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yes, exactly. I was teaching one of our three Keys IELTS students in a personal coach writing class, and he told me that a teacher had told him he should only use I when expressing his opinion in the introduction or conclusion, but never in body paragraphs. So again, this is incorrect. Like we were just saying, when you're sharing examples, supporting details, you can definitely use that pronoun I. You can have it be personal examples. Um, but I can see where this teacher's coming from, because with academic academic writing, if you're sharing your opinion, that's when you have maybe that sentence with I, and then you would avoid it in the paragraphs. That's not the case for IELTS writing. Again, so many times I see these questions from teachers um, and about teachers, and I can just see how it's like my ELA teacher or, you know, that when I wrote my master's thesis, this is something my teacher might have taught me, but yeah. it's not applicable to IELTS. So, like, yeah, uh, this is this is interesting, guys. So uh, here's here's the real insider little look into an examiner brain here. Okay, like, if I'm grading an essay, a task to essay, and I see your opinion in the introduction and the conclusion, you know what, guys, that makes my job easy because I know immediately you cannot get higher than a six for task. Right. Task response. You, you can't. So that makes you're making my job easy <laughs> if you follow this advice, because then I don't have to think about it. I'm like, oh, OK, task six, because you did not give your personal position throughout the essay. All right. That's the key word there. It's literally in the rubric for a seven or higher throughout your essay. Having it just twice in the beginning and end, that's not throughout, right? (laughs) It's not. So yeah, like if you want to make my job easy, so you definitely get a band six, like most students, sure, follow that (laughs) advice. (laughs) But if you want a seven or higher, then you need to present and directly support your personal position on the question in your body paragraphs. You have to. 
Yep, um, exactly. Okay, so I think we have one more question to answer today about this. Can you can you read that for us? Yes. So one of our three keys IELTS students posted in our exclusive Facebook group um, a few questions, and a couple of them were about opinions in task two writing. One of them said, if the question is asking, what do you think, does that mean sharing an opinion? And yes, definitely, yeah. right? If they're asking what you think, that means share your opinion. But it's interesting that even if it doesn't have that, you need to know that your opinion needs to be shared regardless in every task two essay. That is the tricky thing about problem solution, guys. Um, and that is, again, like <laughs> examiners know what to expect because we've seen thousands and thousands of essays. And guys, I could tell you, like, m on the test days where there's a problem solution question, most students will not get a seven or higher for task because they won't sh they won't they won't take a stand. They won't show a position on the topic mm -hmm. because it does not explicitly ask you for your opinion or position. That doesn't matter, guys. You're you're graded on the same thing. It doesn't matter what the question was that week. You're graded on the same expectations. So that's why in Three Keys IELTS, that's part of our problem solution template. That's part of our advantage disadvantage template is we show you exactly how to present an opinion in an easy way and still fulfill, you know, the requirements of the question, exploring the causes and solutions, for example. Um, it it doesn't have to be rocket science, guys. You just, you have to know what you're graded on and then do that, right? Um, and remember, guys, these insider tips and tricks, they are only on this podcast. So never miss an episode, guys. Subscribe to this podcast right now if you have not already. And remember to subscribe to us on YouTube as well, IELTS Energy TV. Yes, exactly. Well, this is a good one. I think we get so many questions from students about how to share their opinion and a lot of questions where teachers have given them incorrect advice. So I'm glad we were able to straighten a few of these out today. That same, the student in the end had asked like, you know, what if I don't present an opinion when the question is asking for it? Or what if I present an opinion if the question's not asking for it? It gets so complicated. The bottom line is to have a seven or higher, you must share your opinion throughout. And not every question just like you said, is going to explicitly ask you for that, but it still has to be there. It's right there in the scoring rubric. Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, I love answering questions like this. Um, guys, you don't have to be in Three Keys Isles to ask us questions. We love your questions. We respect you as a listener and an Isles student. So don't hesitate to ask us, guys. Um, just email support at allearsenglish.com and your Isles questions will get to us. Or you can also ask us questions when you leave us a review. Da, 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 da. Um, yes. Leave us a review. Yeah. Do you read those reviews? I love to read them. I could read them all the time. It gives me good feels. Oh, for sure. I, for sure. Okay. I, we got to explore this little vocab real fast. Um, oh. There's like a phrase that I I only started hearing it a couple years ago. People saying, catch the feels, right? Oh, and yeah. you, what did you just say? It gives me I the feels? I just said it gives me good feels. It gives me good feels. Ah, I love it. <laughs> they just would use feels instead of feelings, right? Instead of it gives me good feelings. I think the young kids, I hear my daughter say this a lot. It gives me good feels. 
Oh my God, it's so cute. Guys, do not use that if the examiner's older. They will not understand that they slang. They won't understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> They'll just think your grammar's like, wrong, probably. What? <laughs> They'll just think your grammar's incorrect. Totally. But, mm, they meant feelings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, but if it's a younger person, oh my God, impress the heck out of that examiner with that phrase. Yes. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, Aubrey, fun as always. Um, have yes. a great rest of your day. You too. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.